0: Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
1: Maybe our next guest can calm me down. He is the uh, uh, columnist for the Philly Voice, also Forbes Magazine, podcast, Working the Beat podcast with the one Mike Kern, where they have a, a star-studded guest each and every episode uh, he has been in and out of le- locker rooms the last two decades, talks to many, many general managers over the course of that time. His name is Kevin Cooney. What's up, Kev?
0: Hi, John. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm okay. Kev, I, maybe you can bring me down off the ledge. I, I mean, do I, we were all in shock at the Eagles' second-round pick and Jalen Hurts and the quarterback. Um, do you understand why they did it?
0: No. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna calm you down because I'm kind of feeling the same way you have. I mean, I don't understand where I don't understand look, I think day two or day three went a lot better than days one and two. Uh you understood what they were going for, obviously in day three. I mean, you know, they picked up a ton of speed obviously with Hightower and Watkins and and you make the trade with Frisco and all that. But it, it boils down to the fact that at the at you know basically the 53rd pick, an opportunity to get a guy who could be a starter this year, mm-hmm. or at least an immediate backup, with the idea of maybe starting next year, maybe on your defensive end, maybe a safety, maybe another wide receiver. You know, if you if you get Mims at that point, I don't think anybody's complaining about what, what's happening. Instead, you went and, and you tried to look like the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. And that's not a thing on Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, in the right opportunity, would be a great NFL quarterback, I think. Uh, yeah, there's a little Lamar Jackson in him. There's a little bit of a, you know, Steve Young was a comparison that was used last night of his ability to pull it down, uh, Steve Young rather, in and chance. since he could pull it down, he could throw in the pocket, he has good perception and everything. But, you know, this organization has built so much around Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz goes 16 games last year. Say what you want, it only takes it takes a a true cheap shot to knock him out. And he throws for 4,000 yards to guys literally you're pulling off the street. Mm-hmm. And this is how you're going to reward them. This is how, you know, you're trying to show how smart you are by building a quote unquote quarterback factory. It uh, makes no sense. Uh, and.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say to you. I was going to go right into that. Uh, the comments of uh, quoting Howie Roseman, quarterback factory. What the hell is he talking about?
0: You know, I I think it was Jeff McClain who used the term hubris last night. That there was, you know, no hubris coming from the Eagles about the idea that you know they're they're still riding that wave from twenty. Uh, the general manager. Mm-hmm. It's still riding the wave of twenty seventeen. One of the comments, and I don't know if you guys have it queued up there or anything, but there was a comment about, you know, we've won a lot of games around here the last three years. Yeah. And you've made the playoffs three straight years. I can't deny that, okay? Mm-hmm. And you went thirteen and three three years ago. Last two years you're nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you've won and you've played three playoff games and you lost two of them, Okay? You're not the Patriots. Okay, you you have glaring holes on your roster. You've done poorly in drafting. Almost everybody will uh, agree to that. Mm. Like, you know, act a little, act with a little humility here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me
1: let, let me go from um, Howie to Doug. And when Doug was asked in the conference call about um, Jalen Hurts, the first reference he made. Was Taysom Hill and Drew Brees in New Orleans? I am blown away that the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles would automatically go to an undrafted free agent uh, in comparing him to their second-round pick.
0: And guess what? Taysom Hill doesn't want to be Taysom Hill. At this point. <laughs> I mean, seriously, he doesn't. He wants to be a starter in this league. And mm. there's a lot of talk that you know he, he will get his shot. You know, maybe when Drew Brees goes to NBC after this season or whatever. I right. mean. You know, and let's be honest, John. You know we've seen enough sinkings over the last couple of years where Hill has been there, and and it's cool to have that every so often weapon. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of times where I see Taysom Hill on the on the field on a third and nine, and I go, whew, I can't believe they're taking Drew Brees out for a gimmick quarterback."
2: Right. Right.
0: And and, and that's where, like, it's great to have the extra play toys. It really is. Okay, but there's a couple questions I have with that. Does that mean you're going to address 3 quarterbacks every game? Hmm. Because, you know, if if you're going to have te- uh, if you're going to have uh Jalen Hurts out there and potentially getting, you know, uh, the 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 you know what beat out of him as a slot receiver or you know, uh, 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 every so often, you know, quarterback, then you better have somebody back, backing him up in case he gets hurt in the game with the way Carson Wentz is. And at that point, then you're eating into some other position. I think they're just getting too cute here, and I think that's the problem. And there's value in the pick. And and, and here's the other part of this, in my mind, that has to get explained.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay, and this ties with the first-day pick, and and this ties with Jalen Rieger, okay? If CeeDee Lamb is somebody you should have been targeting, and number 16 was there for a trade. okay, if the Atlanta Falcons were really willing to slip down uh, from 16 to 21. Mm -hmm. And all you need to do is get a second-round draft pick in there. And I'm not discounting a second-round draft pick. But the idea of getting CeeDee Lamb and keeping him away from Dallas and filling your main position, and if you're looking for a backup quarterback, there's veterans out there. You could have gone and gone Joe Flacco. You could have, you know, Gone and gotten somebody who is going to cost you a little more money, mm-hmm. but it, it is probably you know better for Carson Wentz at this point going forward. Yeah, I mean, though,
1: uh, Kevin, if I, there has to be something we don't know yet, and maybe there is. I'm hoping there is because it's the only way I can try to justify this. Because if in the end the idea is we need. To draft a quarterback in the second round for a what-if scenario with Carson Wentz—that's a fireable offense. That's an absolute. That is something not even that amateurs wouldn't even do. It is—it's insanity to me. The idea of quarterback factory and Taysom Hill hearing Howie and Doug uh, speak—I I think I'm in the twilight zone.
0: And I give it more on Howie than Doug. I, you know, the head coach may be excited by it, but. It's also the general manager's job to be the adult in the room and look mm-hmm. over the whole roster, as opposed to just, you know, what the, what the head coach wants. Yeah, you know, if, uh, offensive head coach is going to be your play caller and everything. At this, at that point, if it's Doug pounding on the door going, "I got to get another quarterback in here. I got to run like Taysom Hill formations," no, 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 no. You can't do that, and uh, you know. It's Howie. It's Howie, and this is all on Howie, and this is an organizational philosophy. I don't think the Dre. I think they salvaged something on day three. Right, okay. but it's
1: a, but it's a, today's draft picks are a crapshoot. They're all like, we'll get every, you know, we, we can get all the positions that we need and hope for the best. I mean, it's all a roll of the dice. It's you know the second round, the second rounders of an NBA draft. It's the final right. rounds of an MLB amateur draft. It's you.
0: But it, you've gone from a D to maybe a C. You know, because of it. Because every, every position they filled today, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. And they didn't seem like they took wild chances. Like Miami took Malcolm Perry, who's a, a quarterback, and they're going to move him to wide receiver. That, that's the true definition of a chance. Right. I mean, every pick they made today made some kind of logic and sense. And if you looked at their needs, the one need that they if you looked at a need board, it's still cornerback. Okay, but, you know, they have, you know, they have, you know, obviously Slay, and now, you know, they have uh, Roby Coleman that they brought in. Mm -hmm. I would like to have seen them bring in somebody younger, uh, but that's the only glaring, like, weakness that that steps out. But this
1: is where it bothers me even more, Kev, because all the moves they made this offseason were to win right now. And Mm -hmm. rather than address a position of need in the second round, they chose a quarterback. I mean, I, I, I still cannot wrap my, wrap my head around it. And there are – and it's not just a vocal minority. It's more than that who are fully defending Howie and the decisions made. It's insane. I feel like, I feel like I'm not on this planet.
0: Well, the worst one was the one that Schefter put out there this morning. Oh, of the idea that, that, you know, well, you know, in this COVID era – And somehow, you know, if you're starting quarterback, it's (laughs) Kova. Well, you got to have a strong back. Oh, my God. Well, which is – and you heard that, I'm assuming.
1: No, I did. Who fed him that? And he just uh, just willy-nilly said, oh, I'm going to take this guy at his word and put it out there. Who on earth would – they had to have laughed at him when they really had that information, and he took it to heart.
0: And here's the bottom line on this. If Carson Wentz or another star quarterback in this league gets COVID-19 there is no season, right? Exactly. There is not, right? There's, exactly. There's not going to be a season at that point, point. And, and you could all say, "Well, maybe they just quarantine a team." Yeah, so you don't have to worry about the backup. I mean, it, it just, uh, well, Kev, it, I feel bad about. I feel bad for Jalen Hurts, honestly. Yes, I just, I right. Feel him, that he was drafted into the wrong situation.
1: Right. He's going to come here, hear all this negative talk about him, and he's not going to understand, you know, why it's being talked about. It has nothing to do with him. It's the position that he plays and where it was selected. If he was picked in the fourth round, nobody would blink an eye.
0: They'd and say, if, oh, go ahead." And if the Eagles are naive enough to think that the first bad game that Carson Wentz has, that there won't be on this radio station or in newspapers – or any other radio station, or at your local Wawa, there's going to be people going, put Hertz in, and they haven't really been listening for the last 60 years, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Exactly. Well, this leads right into what I was going to ask you, Kev. If you're Carson Wentz, how are you feeling right now? Nervous. Should I? Nervous. If I'm Carson Wentz, am I worried? That although Howie and Doug say one thing, I'm worried I might lose my job to someone because they p- picked him in the second round?
0: Well, think about it. You know, The Eagles told Donovan McNabb he had nothing to worry about when they drafted Kevin Cobb in the second round, and then a year later he was gone. Right. Um, you know, there's a comparison. You don't waste high draft picks to just... To for trick
1: one. plays, for gadget yeah. plays, yeah. essentially. And,
0: and so either Carson Wentz is worried for two things. You're either going to lose your starting job, and you're going to end up somewhere else in the league, or your organization is so has so little confidence you can stay healthy that they're getting a backup quarterback with the second round,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or your organization's not smart enough that they draft a gimmick quarterback second round. <laughs> I mean, none of the options there are
1: <laughs> no, good. For not personally. make you look good. If they truly drafted him out of fear that Carson can't stay healthy and they just gave him just i mean basically yesterday a 128 million dollar contract my goodness it makes them look terrible
0: but you know you know it was funny when when the draft went down on on uh thursday night mm-hmm. and we saw what the packers did with jordan love and i thought boy that's really weird i get that rodgers is 36 it made a little bit of sense from that standpoint but you also thought well, the Packers were one game away from going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they had no weapons. Yeah. And now you look at the Eagles, and you've gone to a Super Bowl in the last five years. This guy would have been the MVP. Last year, he carries you with no weapons over the finish line in your division. Granted, a weak division, but into the playoffs. And probably if, if he's healthy, they have a really good shot of beating Seattle at home in that game. Mm-hmm. And this is the way you're it. It's bizarre. It really is.
1: It, it, I could. I 100% agree with you. And uh, you know, I, I, Kev, as we you know look at this team now, I, I, I'm trying to look at where you know the way the season ended and where they are now, and I'm comparing the drafts of the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. For all that we talk about Jerry Jones and what he allows in his organization and how they he is the face of evil, uh, Kev, he uh, his draft was. A thousand times better than Howie's.
0: And all the way down to the swapping picks to get a center that they really need, you know, in the fourth round with the Eagles. Uh, you know, it, 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 they needed a center. They needed a corner. They got that in Diggs. Uh, they got Robinson from Tulsa, who is, was projected to be a decent corner. This was a very good draft. Now, I wonder, my one thing is. Do they have enough footballs? So, you know, you you cover basketball. I, you know, we both have done enough basketball in our lives to know, you know, you can't you only have one ball on the on the court at the same time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In the NFL, that's a lot of beasts they're going to have to feed here between Elliott and Gannett and Cooper and, and now Lamb, and you have a quarterback to. Who seems like he gets a little nervous when he has to make decisions on who defeated him. Oh, no, no, sure.
1: And we all hope that fails. Having said that, they did but exactly on paper,
0: what on, on paper to the division uh, front
1: runner. Right, and 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 their general manager slash owner did exactly what you're supposed to do for a quarterback who you deemed your franchise quarterback. You were about to hand all, all the keys and a ton of money over to. You put every possible weapon around him so he has no excuses not to succeed. What has Howie done for Carson?
0: He's given him a bunch of of guys who are damn line guys. That's it. Yeah. I
2: mean,
0: you, you know, think about this, okay? They did improve their speed. Nobody can look at the Eagles and say, "Boy, you haven't really improved your speed." You know, but even training for, for, for Goodwin today, he's a guy who doesn't stay healthy. Right. You you still have you still have Alshon on your roster, and I don't know if Jeffrey is going to go anywhere or not. You have Deshaun Jackson who stays healthy. You know, he didn't stay healthy last year, and he's another year older. And without training camps, and you don't know how all these young guys are going to blend in, you know, they totally ignored the offensive side of the football and free agency with the idea that they were going to stock up on the draft. Mm-hmm. And they stocked up, but they stocked up at the back end where it's a lot of project guys. And this is not going to be a year where you're going to be able to really use project guys. because project guys need training camp, and you don't know if you're going to have training camp and OTAs. Right. You know you're not going to have OTAs.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Now, Kev, I, I couldn't agree more. Now, the latest episode of Working the Beat podcast with one Mike Kern. Who was the guest?
0: Uh, Kevin Nagandi from ESPN was our guest.
2: Oh. Uh,
0: yes, we talked actually the first night of the draft and uh, some things about college football and just what life in Bristol, Connecticut is like for the Temple for the Temple guy and Philly uh, native. And on uh, Monday, Wes Bowen's joining us uh, to talk the draft. <laughs> and next week, Larry Bowen.
1: Wow, Working the Be Podcast with Kevin Cooney and Mike Kern, uh, which is available anywhere podcasts are. And, of course, links to all Kevin's stories and the latest news and the links to the podcast on Twitter if you don't follow him yet, at Kevin Cooney. Get on there, click follow. Kev, thanks, man.
0: Thanks, John.